Stadium Journey Podcast. Thanks for joining us tonight. Remember, you can find all of our 2,500 stadium reviews, news items, and other feature stories on our website, stadiumjourney.com. And connect with us on all our social media channels at Stadium Journey. Like, comment, and share everywhere. You can find the audio version of this Stadium Journey podcast by searching HIEC Talk Radio Network on whatever podcast app you use or find us on Spotify. Video simulcast can be found on Stadium Journey's YouTube page and our classic back catalog can still be found at VOTNation.com. And some of you may know this because you're there right now. We record live every other Tuesday night at 8 Eastern at twitch.tv slash danlaw83. Give me one second now. Indulge me. Let me introduce our starting lineup. Dave Cotney's not with us here tonight, but you can find him online at ProFan9. Mark Viquez can be found at Ballpark Hunter. Dan Colachico, the above-average comedian, is here. You can follow him at DanLaw83. And I'm Paul Baker. You can follow me at PuckmanRI. And I hope everyone has eaten before the show, because tonight we are joined by Sean Ellie and Corey Wagner from Number 6 with Cheese. Guys, thanks for joining us tonight. What's up, guys? Absolutely. Thanks for having us. This is awesome. We're super excited. All right. So I guess a a good place to start is why don't you uh, tell our listeners what Number 6 with Cheese is? All right, Sean, you want to tackle that bad boy? I would love to. Absolutely. Uh, So, yeah, Corey and myself have a comedy food review channel that we've been doing for five years called number six with cheese. Uh, we have episodes that go live every weekday on YouTube and Facebook, and it kind of started as reviewing fast food and, you know, the whole kind of niche online of like food reviews being a thing and there being an audience there. And we pretty much looked at that and said, I think we can do it better. We can make it funny. We can kind of like use our own personalities and just do it in a more fun way. And it started doing fast food reviews. And now five years later, we're like tackling all the best restaurants in Chicago and doing um, helping people like when they come to town of like where they should go. We do craft beer. Uh, we do seltzer reviews. We do hot sauces. We have our own hot sauces now. So it kind of like this ridiculous, dumb idea spawned into this ridiculous five day a week, full comedy food brand. So uh, we just today filmed a bunch of videos. So we're uh, full stomachs and everything like that. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, so that's kind of that. That's the number six, which he shtick. Nice. Yeah, I, I happened to uh, watch a bunch of episodes today. You know, I was doing my homework for the show, and you guys were doing uh, geez, what are you, Little Caesars. I saw. I saw Papa John's. We um, mm-hmm. love Little Caesars. Every what time was, we have Little Caesars, we're happy. Yeah. What was the chicken place? Uh, I can't think of it. But anyway, yeah, it's good stuff. I, I had a lot of. I really enjoyed watching the shows. Now I'm a food snob. I'm going to let you know. Perfect. So uh, I'm not awesome. Gonna share. Yeah. Not gonna be able to share your love of uh, you know Papa John's pizza, or anything, but, <laughs> but you know it's a good starting point. So uh, let's see, you guys are based out of Chicago. Let's start talking Chicago food, huh? So uh, yeah, I know I know Dan wants to crap all over it, literally. Wants <laughs> to crap all over it. Oh, no. Chicago pizza versus uh, or well, what is the best kind of pizza? Let's say, and I know I'm gonna tell you all, you're all wrong. Oh, I'm definitely not it. Chicago pizza. Chicago pizza, in our opinion, is. Not, not great. It's trash. I mean, I, yeah. it's thick. It's there's a time and a place for it, and it's maybe once in your life, and then be done with it. My favorite, and I think Sean will agree with me here. My absolute favorite style of pizza is Detroit style pizza. Is the truth? It's yes. Awesome. Yes. One hundred percent. It's getting its rec- Yeah, it's getting its recognition now because mm. two, three years ago, nobody knew what the heck that was. <laughs> I know. So now you go to Austin, Texas, and somebody's making it out of a food truck yeah so, so good yeah what is what is detroit pizza i i, I don't even know what it is so it's like a it's a, really? somewhere halfway between 
She's very much thinner than Chicago, though, um, but more like thicker than your average pizza by maybe two inches thick, I'd say. And it's just mm-hmm. really crispy, buttery crust. Uh, Sean, do you, you probably explain a little bit better than me. Buddies is the, the home. Yeah. Place. So um, it's almost Buddies. more like it's almost more for. Well, first of all, the crazy thing about it is like it's almost like a focaccia is like more like the consistency okay. of like very like soft and crispy. But then the. Um, everything go like the sauce is on, goes on last and it's, it's like red stripe pizza. So they just like kind of ladle it on. So it's got this like weird thing where it's kind of doing complete opposite of what everybody else does, like food wise, like the way pizza is made, but it's just like buddy's pizza in Chicago is huge. And I grew up on that cause I'm from Detroit. So like I got to take Corey there a few years ago for the first time ever, like the very first buddies, the one like down in Detroit, the guy that was working there has been there for 40 years. He showed us around. It was like one of those really cool experiences. And Corey's like, we literally captured his, it's all, there's an episode about it and watching Corey's face, like light up and instantly go, this is the best pizza there is. It was awesome. So that's definitely our, and he's now a huge Detroit sport or just a little sports fan too, but Detroit uh, pizza guy. So now we like seek them out in Chicago. Cause there's a bunch of places oh, here yeah. that have really good Detroit style. It's my favorite pizza in Chicago is a Detroit soft pizza. Called- yeah. Yeah. <laughs> also just, I want to point this out too, which is crazy. Cause we're not from yeah. here. So we like are the anti Chicago. We love Chicago, but we don't love Chicago food and we don't give a shit about Chicago sports other than I have a, obviously a personal thing with the socks, but like, other than that, we're like still the Detroit guys in Chicago kind of thing. <laughs> like and so we have that I, weird on the thing. pizza train real quick. If anybody is listening and wants to try Detroit South pizza, the like largest national chain jets pizza. If you have jets pizza around mm-hmm. Detroit, jets South pizza is good. Yeah. Yeah. I love this jets. Pizza. Yeah. We- we have those in, you know, it's funny. I was talking to somebody at a, a baseball game last week and I said, Detroit pizza. The guy said, what the heck is Detroit pizza? Yeah. And then you explain it and they're like, oh, I have to try that. And then mm-hmm. you bring up Jets. Oh, that's what it is. So, right. Yeah. yeah I, I'm a pizza snob from New Jersey, but yeah, Detroit might be one of my if, top regional pizzas that I would get maybe with a new Haven style yeah, yeah. and quad city style as well. So yeah, I'm up there with you guys. What the heck is Love quad city style? Oh, it's uh, it's made with uh, a different type of yeast and it has, it's cut into, it's cut with a giant pair of scissors in the strips <laughs> and they, they load it up with crumbled sausage and it's, it has a different, it has a unique taste. It's not super, super popular outside of the area, but I do believe there's a, there's a shop in Chicago that sells it. Oh, I'm going to, uh, I'm going to bookmark uh, this for us. I'm going to yeah, find you it. You might've just figured out our next Quad episode. City style pizza. Yeah. Is it called, yeah, Root? is they it called Roots? They make a pizza too. Cause we, there's a place in Chicago called be. Roots and that popped up right away. And that's a place that's like big here that I don't yeah, think right. we've actually done. Um, so that's, a, well, we're just getting all these yeah. recommendations. Roots oh, really, pizza. This is great. Yeah. It looks very good. Yeah, that's what it is. Oh, awesome. Yeah, I've, yeah. I've uh, yeah, like I said, yeah, the way they cut it, it, it tastes, it doesn't taste that much different than than some of the pizzas I had, but it, it's a style. Isn't it you so know? funny how places really like stick to like how to cut a pizza? Because I'm looking at this and it almost looks like breadstick. Like that's like the yes. shape. Isn't that so funny? Because Chicago's obsessed with the tavern style thing, which we shit on all the time and think it's hilarious that that's a thing, like cut it into squares. <laughs> but like, isn't that funny how shape is such a big thing, like where where stuff's from? Like, that's such a thing. Yeah, I guess no, that's yeah, like the New York right. pizza where you got to fold it. and Yeah, which is great. 
Yeah. yeah, you would never cut into squares, but right. right. <laughs> no. dumb, I like it. It's dumbest. easier to share. You, yeah, it's easier to share. My my mom, who was a pizza snob too, when she came out here, uh, we, we got pizza from somewhere. She loved I, it. My uh, wife, who is from Chicago, only eats Feggers pizza. Oh wow! And they cut into squares. Yeah, she loves it. It's like it's not bad. It's not bad. So, uh yeah. Greg, Greg, I don't I'm gonna ask this because I don't know what this means. Uh Greg asks, this is probably sarcastic. Uh is Quad Cities pizza better than Quad Cities bath? I don't know what that means. Quad Cities math? Math. Oh, I, I thought you said meth. No, no, math. Well, I don't <laughs> oh math. Top notch math. Some of the best I, math in the I country. I was gonna say if you guys know it all over, sampled all of it. If you know where the meth is, that's good too. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, there are five yeah. cities in the Quad Cities. Oh, great. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> Shows how much we know about geography. <laughs> None of us could capture that Before. joke. Like, I didn't oh. either. I, one uh, time it was called the Tri-Cities. or so, Then somebody, one of the towns became big and they called the Quad Cities. I'm gonna, uh, on the topic. Yeah. I'm going to yeah. better produce Greg's questions next time. <laughs> so, so on the topic of Chicago food, we talk about the pizza. We could talk about Italian beef. What's what's the one kind of secret regional food that you would recommend people getting if they visit Chi Town? Mine, yeah, I think, I think Chicago. I think it's all about. It's more the like burgers. It's I honestly think Chicago yeah. has the best burgers in the country. I think it's very like not talked about. Like people always talk about Austin well, Ball and like places like that. But not I talked about something... recently they've had number one ranked burger in the nation. Like <laughs> but as a city it is a little like, bit talk. Yes. That's, yeah. That's I think like top to bottom, like our top like 10 list of burgers in Chicago could go up, up against anybody. Like I think the like that thing of, you know, it's like a nice sit down bar pub like burger is so, so like sacred here. And I like love that. So I always think like that style food, like almost like upscale pub food is like really big here. But then you also have places like Red Hot Ranch that it's like five bucks for the burger. And it's a lot literally of all say, over the spectrum. And people say it's like better than In-N-Out. So you have like that argument, too. So I like I think people sleep on Chicago's like burger scene. Yeah, I totally agree. Red Hot Ranch. Okay. Red Hot I'll Ranch is Red Hot Ranch. Yeah. Oh, it's probably my favorite burger in the city. It's so good. It's a smash burger. They just do it right. I don't know what it is that gets the flavor out. There's so many great places here, though. And it's the cheapest out of all the great spots. Because there's some other great ones like the Loyalist. I think that had one national, like number one burger in the nation a few years back. But that's like you got to go on a Tuesday to get it under 20 bucks. It's like an it's like a crazy <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, it's, it's and they they really upscale like the ingredients too. We got to go in there and watch the uh, one of the main chef guys make it, and it like it's pretty unbelievable the amount of like expensive items that they put into it to make it. Yeah. It does taste heavenly. And other than Red Hot Ranch, it's maybe my favorite burger to see. But there's it's unbelievable the amount of burgers this place has. Yeah, I mean, yeah, getting on that whole smash burger—that's sort of a Midwest regional concept that is. Uh, Kind of what getting to be widely known as well, so that's yeah, that's good to that's see. Good. To do it. Yeah. So tasty, yeah. See, right. I've only Best been to Italian Chicago. beef in Chicago. <laughs> Italian beef, let's go to go the, ahead. All right, I've only been to Chicago like three times, so when I go there, I gotta grab an Italian beef. So, yeah, am I so, going to the right place? I always go to Al's. Am okay, I, I don't right think place? any I, of the Italian beefs are very good. I think, they're made with like crappy, the meat <laughs> so trash. 
I've had them from a handful of places and they, it's, it's, it was born from like factory workers. If I under, if I know correctly, I might be completely wrong. <laughs> this might be complete misinformation, but I think it's born from like factory workers having to like use cheap meat and they try to find a way to make it good with like this gravy and stuff. And it just doesn't, I'm, I have yet to have one good. I've heard in the city, I've heard that Johnny's beef is the place to get it from. So a little bit of a drive for us, maybe like 35 minutes. It's like a shade outside the city to the West end of it. Um, so I haven't had that yet, but every other place we've had, we probably had five or six of like the well-known places in Chicago. None of them have been that good for me other than Mr. Beef. Mr. Beef is great. Yes, Mr. Yeah. Beef's. Yeah. That's Jay Leno's spot. Yeah. I'm a Letterman guy, but you know, he did pick the right Italian beef spot. Yeah. I think Mr. Beef, I agree with Corey, other than the fact that I think Mr. Beef is like, that's where I tell people if they want to get one, I always tell them to True. avoid Al's because it kind of, it seems like it got too big and it's too like mainstream now where Mr. Beef has always been a one, a one shop place right like right on north orleans right downtown like in river north so it's like it's been there forever and they were actually just on there's a show now on like discovery that the ceo of raising canes like did a bunch of like almost like restaurant recovery for places that were like going to go under during covid and that was like one of their episodes and they like saved that place and did a bunch of like rebranding for them and stuff it's beautiful now um, and, but it's still all the foods, all the same. So I always tell people, if you're coming to Chicago, get a Mr. Beef, but like Corey said, we're really excited to like review Johnny's. Cause that's supposed to be like the truth. I went there for Memorial day weekend and we looked it up and it was supposed to be open. And I just happened to be out that side of the city. Anyways, I think we were going to some park or something like that. The way back, we're like, let's stop at Johnny's, let's stop at Johnny's. We get there. It's closed, which whatever, it's fine. We'll get back out there. But this guy is standing next to me with the saddest puppy dog look on his face. <laughs> And I'm like, ah, oh, you mad? The place is closing. He goes, I just drove here from Iowa. Just, oh, just wow. for Johnny's beef. <laughs> it was closed. Oh. I was like, oh, this place must be great then. I need to get back here. <laughs> I, 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 could I could tell you this. One of our writers on our website, uh, Eric Haas, that's what he has, swears by Johnny's beef. Whenever mm -hmm. I'm up in Chicago and I post a picture of an Italian beef, he's like, that's not Johnny's. <laughs> So yeah, yeah, it, it has its fans, just like um, some of those great hot dog spots. Everybody has their favorites as well. So mm -hmm. one day, yeah, one day absolutely. I'll get to Johnny's as well. So uh, I'll yeah. let everybody know. Oh wow, so you brought Chicago hot dogs. food. It's if you don't live, yeah, go it's for like it. Way to hot dogs, yeah. Now, what's with a Chicago hot dog? There's like every, it's like all the leftovers in the kitchen were thrown onto this yeah, hot dog. There you we go. Hate, we you. make fun of that too. Thank <laughs> you. It's the worst. It's, uh, we're, yeah, we're too much in Chicago for so long. First off, a slice of a tomato, it's, it's one of the dumbest decisions I've ever heard in my Correct. life. That is Tell the right response to that. Yes. Thank you. It's, it's not, I don't understand it. I don't get it. Now, we're a little bit biased. Sean is from Detroit. I'm from just a little bit south of Detroit in Toledo, which actually has its own style of dog too. Very similar to Detroit's people who love mash because Tony Paco's love it. Yes. Yes. It's fantastic. Rudy's right. And Rudy's, Rudy's that Rudy's is my spot. Cause I grew up in the same neighborhood as the original Rudy's. That's the big battle in Toledo and both chili dogs, both the Toledo style and Detroit style. And I think that is infinitely better than Chicago style. Throw a dumbass tomato on there. <laughs> <laughs> 
I mean, he's not wrong. Like, right. there's a place, there's a place here called Lola's Coney Island, and it's run by a native Detroiter, and he does like authentic Detroit Detroit style conies. But what's great about it is it also fills the quota for if you want to go there with someone who wants a Chicago dog, he's got those two, and he does them great. But he's also got New York style like dogs with like the sauerkraut and like the the like Dijon mustard and stuff, which I don't really know obviously a lot about that side of stuff, but like the range is way better. Um, so that's like the spot where I always tell people to go if they want like to try a bunch of different types of hot dogs, but a really good Detroit and a good Chicago is Lola's. That's a fantastic move. I'm a big Wiener Circle guy though. I do like that. You guys ever you guys familiar with Wiener Circle? I've been to Wiener Circle. Yeah. I, I, I love that. <laughs> I was place. That I was disappointed. Cool. I was wanted to get yelled at like like they do at the cheesesteak places in philly i didn't yeah. see that and they were when, nice did, when did you go you must have gone at night was it, it was not terrible it was maybe nine o'clock at night i don't think uh too many drunks were out there yet but my wife oh, and i wanted loser. to see a show we yeah. yeah we didn't get one it, yeah it's fun yeah. well you know great burger. yeah great the, food yeah the merch yeah. cheddar i don't know if you got any of that merch cheddar on any of your food but it's oh yeah yeah, we got the burgers so and the tasty. hot dogs. We definitely try that out. Yeah, no, exactly. But yeah, I was a little bit upset. No, I think somebody yelled at some teenagers who showed up and were screaming. That was that was the extent of yeah, our yeah. excitement the, there. The but, one a.m. Um, the one a.m. Saturday night after a Cubs game oh. spill spillover is like the best people watching you'll ever see in your life. Like it's in, it. Truly oh, you're absolutely is, right it lived up to what I thought it was going to be. Like my first time was like actually moved to Chicago like eight years ago. And a buddy took me there at like whatever it was midnight. They did the chocolate shake thing uh, for $20. If you don't know what to get a chocolate shake. And it was all like, I, I experienced all of it in one 10 minute t- like time period. And I was like, Oh, this place is wild. <laughs> it can get nuts. Yeah. You got me more bang for wife, your buck that night. <laughs> me and my wife kind of randomly uh, befriended the, originator of wiener circle we're like super good friends with him he's a super super awesome guy and we got the whole backstory on how him and his business partner used to be the only two people working there so one work days one work nights and he was on the night shift and he that started out of pure actual real frustration and hatred for drunk people <laughs> just mad working at night and just started yelling at some guy and everyone in line just thought it was hilarious and it became a shtick and then everybody started coming there and then when he would hire people he'd tell them yeah yeah just give them Give them some crap at night. It's kind of what we do. And so that's it's kind of this funny backstory. It was born from actual hate of drunk people. <laughs> mm-hmm. To yeah, be so fair about getting yelled at in Philly, everybody's already yelling at each other. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, right? well. True. <laughs> True. Yeah. No, like I remember gyms, you had to order it a certain way or they yeah. would yell at you or give you this look. And I, I brought a girl that I was dating at the time and I said, Hey, be careful. They may yell at you. She was all nervous. The guy was so sweet to her, you know, very yeah. pleasant. Yeah. Hi, honey. What can I get you? Now she was really cute. So maybe that had something to that do helps. with it. Yeah. But You're not as cute. <laughs> yeah. 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 That does help. No, 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 no. She had, she was a good looking girl. Don't know what she's doing these days. But. <laughs> I was going to say that's uh that was from a different time, different time. <laughs> different, different era, different time. Uh, but I would have, I, I, you got a thing to say, Paul? Because I was going to no, say, go ahead. I was just going to make a wise ass remark. Go ahead. Some... <laughs> yeah, I'm going oh, okay. to send so, this to your wife. <laughs> that's what that was my remark. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, it feels like every episode I talk about an ex, and every episode, yes. If yeah, yes. my wife listen, if if my wife listened to this, 
I probably would have stopped. So maybe <laughs> she should listen to me. <laughs> though those though, those girls of the past, they're they're all married with kids. I uh-huh. love my wife many years ago. All right. So I, I, I want to talk to Sean wife. about his all his right. time with I, I do love my wife, even though she's mad at me about not telling her about some plans this weekend. So, <laughs> so we're, she's we're not just here dig- right now. We're just digging that hole. <laughs> Yeah, digging that hole. I, I, believe you me, guys. I dig my own hole with my wife. She's digging me <laughs> that hard. That's how she's like. I let you, I let you go on a baseball trip by yourself for nine days. You can't. Okay. So <laughs> anyway, so I'm not, Sean, I'm uh, not editing any of this. So please stop. <laughs> All right. So, so, just Sean, so you guys uh, know, you uh, Mark comes to this for. I'm a I'm a psychiatrist, so. Mark comes to this for free therapy sometimes. Oh, yeah. Gotta start charging, it sounds like. (laughs) Yeah, well, all right. Well, it's free therapy. It's uh, not covered out of my insurance. Uh, But anyway, so, Sean, if we we could get to your your experience with the Chicago White Sox. Uh, You said you used to work for them, and you uh, worked on the food culture there. I think the White Sox have some of the best food in baseball. Oh, my God. I I tell people this that have never been to the game. And they're like, nah, I don't like the ballparks. But well, what was your experience with them? How did that, how long did that last? Yeah, so I I did uh, on screen uh, and then behind the camera, like editing as well for three seasons. And okay. um, it was amazing. I mean, I'm a Detroit Tigers guy. So it was a little weird at the beginning to have somebody from That's your it. conference. Like, and I grew up hating the White Sox. So it was like very weird, but everyone was so nice and like loved my whole thing. So it was like weird to be so welcomed, but I did a lot of like, you know how they have like socks fest every year before the season starts and like all teams oh, yeah. have that yep. stuff. So I was yeah. kind of the on-camera like correspondent for all that stuff. So I got to like go around with like Jose Abreu and like do like segments with Frank Thomas and like stuff like that. And it was just the coolest job ever. And then during the season, they kind of like created a web series for me. Um, and then another on-camera producer named Melissa and she, um, it was, we just got to do like a lot of food culture stuff and like talk to people um, that were tailgating like before the games. So I always tell Corey this too, like, and I think Corey kind of agreed was I, d- I love Wrigley and everything. It's so great for the culture of baseball, but I grew up like parking lot tailgating in downtown Detroit. So going down to Sox 35th for me, wasn't like, Oh, I'm going down to the South side. It's like, it felt like me going to the Tigers games. It was like people getting hammered in parking lots and like scalping tickets. And like, everyone was throwing bags, yeah, throwing bags. It was just, yeah. people are passing each other drinks. Like the security's lax because nothing really bad was ever happening. Everyone just got kind of in it together. So that felt like home for me. Like, I know I don't look like the dude that hangs out at Sox 35th, but like, I'm telling you right now, I've never felt more like home and comfortable with that organization when they let me do that stuff. Um, it was so cool. And then to your point, the food and I still call it the cell. I will never call it guaranteed rate. Um, I still call it the cell. Neither. Um, yeah, <laughs> you're not I, alone. I couldn't. It's like a legitimate. They have all the best beer. Every craft beer you can imagine from Chicago. All the food. Craft they have, Cave like, is an amazing place. Right. Authentic Cuban sandwiches behind section 162. Go see Paula. Say hi. Like stuff like that. It was like I, I felt like this weird in touch culture with like food in Chicago. And this is way before Corey and I were filming together. So like I got this really cool introduction into like Chicago food. And then, you know, like they really tapped into players, like where they're from and what their foods were. And they'd have like foods based on that. You know what I mean? It was just really, really cool. Um, so uh, like, honestly, the times of my life being able to do that, it was a blast. 
I got to benefit from it a little bit because he, he got paid a little bit in what they call sex bucks. Yeah, Comiskey so he Cash. Comiskey uh, Cash. I, I, I've had that. Yeah, they gave me Comiskey Cash one time. Um, they, I think they gave me $20 just to spend on food, which I think included just maybe two beers plus an extra dollar or yeah. two. But yeah, yeah. Yeah, hey, I know so what you mean. Love the Comiskey beers. Cash. It's nice. He had a bunch right. of things left it, over from working there and was like, Hey, you want to go to a game with me? I got enough of this Kaminsky cash to for us to feast and drink for the whole month. Yeah, let's go. I forgot we got to do that. Yeah, that was yeah. so fun. And it was all in single dollars. So I had just like a lot of like $190 oh in Kaminsky yes. cash. And they're like, what happened? Why did you get all that? I was like, I like help with some video stuff. <laughs> it's like, like oh, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, yeah. Too- yeah that when, place is great. When, yeah, when. Yeah, when Sean talks about the beer, I think there's 120 varieties in the craft cave alone of just tall boys where you grab and go. And the craft cave is on the right behind the visitor's bullpen, and it's a full service bar. A little bit kind of hidden from the rest of the ballpark. You have to sort of search for it if you're there for the first time. Well, maybe not as bad as it used to be. Just such an, a weird little spot. But I mean, the beer there, just you just be knocked out if you're a craft beer person. And that is definitely the place to go. And then, of course, the Revolution Brewery up mm-hmm. in the left left field portion. You walk yeah. up the stairs, and mm-hmm. that's a whole other experience as well with uh, their own menu. So, you know, people mock the White Sox a lot. And I get it if you were there 25 years ago. But you're right. The tailgating is amazing. It's so great. Uh, you pull up. You pay 20 bucks to park. And you get there a couple hours before, and you have one heck of a time. Uh, with fans who are passionate about the club, and right now they're they're happy because they're winning. Yeah, they are. Uh, uh, some guy named Dave said, uh, "And the White Sox are currently way better than the Cubs." Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's, that's <laughs> yeah probably the next few seasons at the very least. And next I just want to and I just want to be clear that the only time I've ever mocked the White Sox is that horrible throwback that they wear. Oh, you don't like the throwback? Oh, no, I'm sorry. Which one? The the beach blanket bingo? The The, the one from the, is it the 70s or 80s with the big rectangle, the blue rectangle? Yeah, the 82 to 86. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. 83 jerseys. I mean, that's just. You you and Chris Sale, get out of here. Just to be be fair, I'm a Phillies fan. I'm a Phillies fan, so I'm already at a disadvantage. Yeah. Yeah. See, yeah. they yeah. wouldn't even dunk on me. They're like, yeah. I'm not a big fan of that jersey either. Yeah, I'm not a fan of that jersey either. But, I mean, if you grew up uh, watching the Sox, I can see people liking it. I'm more of a fan from some of their 60s and 70s. You know, I like the baby blue jerseys they wore oh, in the early yeah, 70s with Dick Allen. Yeah. And uh, I wish they would bring some of those looks back. I mean, they have such a, a eclectic collection of jerseys from their history. But I know it's they, just they've a, worn these current ones for 30 years. So God bless you guys. I know it's just wow, like a, an alternate, but I really liked the cursive Chicago alternate yeah. with the, the white writing and the black back just to get into jerseys for a second. I just thought, it, I guess because yeah. it was different. Mm-hmm. I, I still have baseball cards. I'm like, I like, I really like that jersey. I don't know what it is. I just like that one. My favorite is the, uh, the black pinstripe that just says South side instead of Chicago or that's a good one and it's like the hat is says shy instead of having a socks logo like those are so cool is that from this season is that is that like brand brand new new? because I love that yeah those are the uh MLBs I think they're called the city edition that was I think the city from this season yeah and two clubs released them 
Tim Anderson just looking like a bad. Yeah, because Wrigley, I think the Cubs have one that are pretty pretty much uh, Wrigleyville. Yeah, all around being trash people in Chicago. Good. <laughs> I don't really like the color scheme. It's a tough time to be a Cubs fan. White Sox. Yeah, oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, did they? Well, they look like they, gang, like pinstripe did, gangsters. Did they? Did they Love win it. a World Series in the last uh, decade? I'm so I feel so terrible. <laughs> so bad for them. Yeah, <laughs> man. I tell you what. Oh boy. Good boy. I'm, All right, I'm guys, a Mets so, uh, fan. I, yeah, my team. Oof, okay, go ahead. All right. So since we're on the topic of baseball and this is Stadium Journey, what's your guys? Uh, what's your go-to food when you're at a game? Oh, man. So if it's just like a general game, well, I'll tell you this. If I'm at the Cubs, then what's, Sean, what's the name of that hot dog spot? The famous uh, Chicago? Um, hot dogs. Hot dogs is this amazing, unbelievable, like gourmet hot dogs. He's retired, but every now and again, he'll, ha- he'll serve him at the Cubs stadium. And they have a, like amazing foie gras, hot dog. Uh, anything that he puts out i'm like yep i'll give it a try because he does some random stuff on there and he just makes absolutely amazing um, unbelievable hot dogs uh but if it's just random any stadium i know i can get it at i'm going with nachos i just love nacho cheese and i love tortilla chips that's going to be my any stadium i walk into type of movie now Corey, we talking plain nachos or pile on as many different things as you throw the whole kitchen sink in there it it depends on how much nacho cheese they're giving me with it not if it's a small amount of nacho cheese, pile it on. But if they're giving me a good nacho chunk of nacho cheese, I'll take just the cheese. I, lo- I love me some nasty, gross processed cheese. It's the best. Yeah, it's the best, dude. Out of a can. Yeah. <laughs> just, yeah. Uh, no, they come, it comes in a bag, please. Or a bag, <laughs> yeah. With a spout. I worked in stadium up. concessions for 12 years. Nacho cheese comes in a bag. There we go. And you got to put two of them in the warmer. You got to put one on top with a big piece of metal in the middle to switch it down. Because you need to warm up the second one when the first one runs out. It's got to be ready. We are we learning already. We are learning too much about cheese that I don't want to know. <laughs> it's like watching hot dogs get made. Turn yeah, I'm like, mm, no, thank you. Don't look behind the curtain. <laughs> but to be fair, when I was in high school, I did work for Taco Bell for a time, and people said, "Well, once you work there, you'll never eat them again," and that never happened. So yeah. <laughs> that's the right move. Sean, I'm excited to hear what your favorite uh your favorite oh yeah yeah. So I have this is gonna sound you know how like there's so much superstition in baseball with like when you're actually a good athlete and you play. I actually have like a I do the same run of show of, of how I approach a game of like how I drink and how I eat. And this is gonna sound super insane. But when I go, um I always have the beer beforehand or whatever, depends how early I am at the game. But I'm a uh 16 ounce beer every two innings. So first, third, fifth, seventh, and then I get another last call. And then I eat in the right before the seventh inning stretch. I go before everybody gets up and I always get two hot dogs. So I'm a traditional like, um, cause socks has grilled onions. So I go grilled onions mm-hmm. and raw onions on two dogs. And I'll sometimes will do a sausage and then a regular hot dog. But I traditionally like care more about the drinking and I don't want to overeat at the game because I normally want to keep going out afterwards. So I like approach it in a very like, let me get these hot dogs. I mean, they taste great, but I'm also it's like (coughs) soak up the booze for the rest of the day. But if I'm going to like the cell and I want to like show people a good time and eat all day, that Cubano that I was telling you guys about the Paula cells, uh, if if there's only one cart, it's this little time. I think it's called like Comet. Cuban, something like that's really small. One person operates it and they make seriously some of the best Cuban sandwiches that you'll find. Um, so that's when I'm feeling a little crazy. I'll get that. 
great moves. Yeah, I can attest to that. I know exactly where that is. It's uh, I want to say down the third baseline. I think so. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's amazing. Nothing like a good Cuban sandwich. That's some tasty so food good. right there. That's hard to find uh, where I live. Uh, if you, I have some buddies from Tampa Bay, and they're like, "This is on a Cuban." So, yeah, uh, I've had some real Cubans, and uh, I, yeah, I can attest to that we can't really find that out here, but uh, probably Chicago. Yeah, it's it's a food paradise up there. On a couple uh, with yeah. with the different international foods and regional foods that just all kind of merge into that city. It's incredible. So it's like we're just so yeah. spoiled here. You know, I have a lot of friends who move to Chicago, and every time they come to Indianapolis, it's like, yeah, I've got season tickets to the Bears. I'm two stops away from Wrigleyville. You know, I went to the bars are open till three or four. Is that true? They're open to three to four? Till five. Yeah. Really? Till five. Okay. Oh, I, I didn't better. know that. Wow. I wow, mean, like so. traditionally, like if you're a late bar, you're probably four, but there's a handful that are 5 a.m. Like Yaxies in the by right Wrigley, that's a 5 a.m. bar. Um, yeah, it's insane. And obviously things are different now with COVID, but like when things go back, oh yeah, it's, uh, it'll be, it'll be yeah. back to four and 5am again. Oh, nice, nice. And I guess, uh, I guess one thing I like to know the Chicago craft scene definitely do not sleep on what, uh, what are some of your recommendations? Oh, anything by Pipeworks. Pipeworks. Like, yeah. Okay. Uh, love, love. Pipeworks is probably my, my favorite. Yeah, I think Pipeworks is my number one. Um, half Baker is my number half two. Half Baker, yep. I probably drank 35,000 daisy cutters in my life. Yeah, um, so good. And then, like, you know how, like, when you go to the uh, certain bars and, like, there's always, like, just the beer that every bar will have? I still, I know it's, like, everywhere now, but I still don't get sick of an antihero from Revolution. And I know it's becoming, okay. like, a bigger brewery, but, like, that is still always one where, like, I want some hops. Like I love Rev. They're always coming out with new stuff. They literally have like a new IPA like every week. It's insane. I don't know how they do it. And that's an amazing um, brewery to go visit if you're in Chicago and want to like go to a brewery. The there's the tap room, which the tap room's okay, I guess, but the actual brewery for Revolutionary Brewery is so cool. It's awesome. And it's right by some really great food too. So yeah. Get a dump in there. Go get some honey butter fried chicken and drink as much as you can. Yeah. Dude, Avondale is a great neighborhood. But yeah. All uh, right. So um, we were just talking about ballpark hot dogs. We got into this giant discussion slash argument the other day. Ketchup, hot dogs. Yes. I just no? want to clarify. It wasn't a discussion. It was, in fact, an argument. Continue. <laughs> <laughs> Man, I don't know. I I, feel, I I love mustard on a hot dog. That's definitely my move. But sometimes I want to put ketchup on a hot dog just because I'm one of those guys who likes to piss people off sometimes. <laughs> you know, and that's this basically why you don't like bad. pickles, correct? You always fling your pickles off your, your sandwiches, correct? Yeah, I'm like fairly – I don't pickle if it's like for the right food. Like a Cuban sandwich, I yeah. feel like they're putting pickles on it, then I'm trusting them. But if it's just like a random hamburger joint that's got some crappy pickles, I'm usually tossing. Yeah. Okay. What movie was that? Um Billy Madison. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's right. Where they're sliding down. Sliding down the window. Love, I love that name where Norm's like, there was a Norm who said that he was like, how come you're not pounding any tonight? Like, he's like, <laughs> I love, what's wrong? Why you're not pounding any tonight? I don't know. My dad yelled at me. Like, that whole dialogue is so great. But yeah, that's a good pickle scene. Um, what, what do you do, Sean? You put. You I, okay, so I feel like Corey and I have talked about this before. 
I'm not one of those people that's going to tell you what freaking condiment you can use on your, like, I understand Chicago. That's like their thing. And it's like fun that there's a tradition, but I feel like the ketchup on a hot dog thing is the, is like the same argument of like people that love deep dish and go to like Giordano's and are like oh, the best slice. Like, I just don't, I don't care enough. Like I personally don't like ketchup on hot dogs. I think that like, that's weird, but I also am never going to be the guy that's sitting next to you going, <laughs> loser dude, God, but <laughs> yeah, right. you know what i mean like i don't i mean you could put mayonnaise on it man i don't i don't care oh, oh I, my dad I, used to do that oh. I, mean, I like that he said um, that because it like i well, like Dan, that, you say that a lot you don't uh, care i don't know i don't care I, I think ketchup is that in that way is disgusting however if it's not touching my hot dog I, people always share that meme over and over to this day about how pineapple on a pizza pisses off Italian people. We don't give a shit. <laughs> as long as it's not touching our pizza, you put right. you can put dead cats on it if you like. If that's what <laughs> yeah. floats your boat, just, just keep it away from me. I, I yeah. just never. It's like people. It, the, the food thing. I always made that. <laughs> I made that argument recently a couple of years ago about the Jersey rules and the food rules and who the hell made up these rules that I'm completely not going to ever follow. Like I, if I want to wear a Jersey of a player that was never on the team or is on the team or of a Jersey that I have at the arena, uh, that's not of the team playing because that's the Jersey I have but too bad. If I'm going to put, <laughs> I have one rule though. Don't put ketchup on a cheesesteak. That's oh, a rule God. you're not allowed to oh, break. God, yes. That just oh, made please. my stomach turn. Yeah, that's fighting that. tomato sauce. No, 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 nothing. Oh, no. no. Mark? Lehigh Valley. They do this. Lehigh Mark, Valley. Lehigh Valley's <laughs> wrong. <laughs> they just. <laughs> Allentown. You know what? Allen, you know what? Lehigh Valley's wrong. They just hired Jason Smith and Riley Anderson to the coaching staff, which is just as wrong as ketchup on a cheesesteak. You don't do that. I, anyway, I sorry. I Mini rants. I agree. No, I'm with you there. But no, it doesn't matter really. You know, yeah. we could, in in all seriousness, having the discussion as a joke, like you shouldn't do this. But man, if you if it makes you happy, ruining your pizza with pineapple, <laughs> <go ahead. laughs> that's right. Have a ball. You know, I, I guess I have to look at it that way. I, I also eat like a nine-year-old, so I try to not get involved in food conversations. As like, <laughs> someone who has gone to a restaurant with Dan, I can't confirm. Yes. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Hey, you want some chicken fingers? I sure do. Sure you, and, do. you and my son get along fabulous. Yeah, great, good. <laughs> oh man. Nice. Oh, I'm I'm curious about your hot sauce, guys. You make your own hot sauce. I love hot sauce. Unfortunately, I'm getting older and now it doesn't love me so much. <laughs> oh, oh we got the perfect one for you. We got we got a, a very mild one. No, like, I don't like mild hot sauce. It's then it's mild. I know you don't like it, but I think it's <laughs> the only one that your body can accept. I think it's <laughs> No, I, I got to be careful too. Listen, old yeah. man, he's telling you something. Listen, to <laughs> that, really, that sounded that, that sounded like Paul was like at the doctor, and and Corey was the doctor. He goes, "Listen, I'm like, sure you don't like it, but we're, I'm trying to get <laughs> yeah. it." Okay. Oh, I do have a doctor's appointment coming up. I'm sure I'm going to uh, hear some kind of version of that speech. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, yeah, we we hit the jackpot with uh, the guy that we partnered with. Is just unbelievable. His name's Chef Iron Mike. He's got his own line of hot sauces. We started reviewing hot sauces once a week on our show. And so we had gone through just, I mean, hundreds of hot sauces. And we had a handful that we were just blew everyone else out of the water. Chef Iron Mike's was one of them. 
And Sean actually had the idea of like, we should do our own hot sauce. He started emailing people and got a hold of Chef Iron Mike. And he's, he's a genius. He had watched a bunch of our videos. And when we told him we wanted to work with him, he instantly called and knew both of our flavor profiles. He started naming off all the things that I like that I didn't even like consciously realize I like and knew exactly the type of hot sauce to make for us, sent us a test batch and it was unbelievable and amazing. And it's, we really hit the jackpot with just getting to work with him. It's so tasty. And now we have a second one. We have a hotter one because our first one, we, we did mild so that it could go out to our entire audience. We wanted to, you know, have a, have it be for like the broader audience and it was well received and we were able to make a second one. Now we got a good old spicy one there. Yeah. Sean's got it up oh. there on the can. It's beautiful uh, too. That's, Sean design too. That looks awesome. Uh, yeah, I've got my father-in-law, I think is actually trying to kill me through hot sauces because whenever they travel anywhere, he'll always bring me back a hot sauce. But I actually, I had had to cut him off because the last couple of times he went out, he came back one one with one with a, a little skull oh, yeah. dangling from it. And I tried it once on some eggs no, and I was like, trouble. forget it. I, I, that was it. Man. And then the, the last one he sent me was called Ass in a Bucket. Oh, we've had that. that yep. That and those don't even have any good flavor. The ones that they're only trying to be spicy. We don't right. like we like to to go that line to like where it's just spicy enough that I can handle it, but it's still full of like a delicious flavor. It's, there you go. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. I agree with you 100 percent on that. So we'll we'll let you pimp out uh, your uh, your website so you can maybe sell some hot sauce at the end of the show. <laughs> yeah. Great. Gotta pay these bills, Paul. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, <laughs> I understand, yes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So your your next video, when is that? That you say you you do videos every single day. Obviously, what uh what are you gonna guys gonna be talking about in the future that we? Oh, tomorrow we we got a great one tomorrow. Anything? Well, this video is probably not the podcast. I won't be out. I'm assuming before tomorrow. Um. They so. Yeah. No. Uh. Well, I mean. I mean. Well, I yeah, it'll be out tomorrow. Go ahead. Uh, well, yeah. yeah uh, go ahead. Speaking yeah. of hot sauce, we just teamed up with this uh, guy in the in the um, suburbs. He has a show, a YouTube show called The Hot Dang Show, and he's like a hot sauce guy. He tries a bunch of them. And we collaborated with him at this place called Fry the Coop. It's a chicken sandwich place, and um, they do really, really spicy, like Nashville hots and stuff like that. And that was really good and delicious. And he's He's got an awesome chance. He's got like over a hundred thousand subscribers. He's out there killing it. <laughs> he's like, he's one of those guys though, that is like not even human. Like he ate like 66 of the Pocky one chip challenges in one sitting. Unbelievable. And he like, well, he'll, he'll like literally drink boiling water. Like he's one of those guys that he just doesn't have something in his mainframe was uploaded in a different way. And he can just do that. And so we got to like, we did a more tame stuff with him, but he literally had like the insanity sandwich at Fry the Coop. And he, he spoiler, he didn't think it was very hot. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. He literally was sweating and it was burning his eyes, but his mouth was fine. He was like, oh, literally sweating, just like demon blood into my eyes. But oh, the sandwich is pretty mild. <laughs> like the guy and his name's Roger Trier. He's seriously such a great dude. He's got the most gorgeous studio that he films in that's in his basement. Like his set is one of those ones you Crazy. look at and you go, how is this not like being operated with like a camera crew behind them? You know, but very excited. That one goes live tomorrow. That's probably the most fun thing that we have. Come, We kind of every week just kind of, 
we ha I, I have a list of restaurants. Sean has a list of restaurants that we've written down and we just kind of every week we'll like have a little powwow on the internet and look through and be like, what looks delicious and awesome this week? We just get to have this little fun time week by week going through and just planning out. All right, well, what's next week's schedule? What's next week's schedule? So we don't have anything too far in advance. We kind of are branching out a little bit, doing some fun things where outside of the food world, we're, uh, we have a second channel where we cover more Chicago-related items. So we're planning some like bigger film things, um, just a more encompassing the city of Chicago and how awesome the city of Chicago is. We'll cover events. We'll kind of just like give a blueprint for tourists to follow if they're in town. Like, hey, if you're in this neighborhood, here's some awesome things to do. So that's kind of some of the, a couple of the big things that we have kind of come working up our way up to here. Okay, I got a couple questions for you. Do you does your, uh, do your uh, shows focus just on Chicago or do you ever travel out to other places? I know you mentioned you did Indy one time. Yeah, we yeah, I mean, we'd love to travel. Go ahead, Sean. I know. No, I was just going to say, like, we literally talk about that all the time. Like, we, right before the pandemic, like, literally a week before the lockdown, um, we were, we went to Milwaukee and we filmed all day in Milwaukee and we got to meet the people, the folks at Palermo's, which they do like screaming Sicilian. I mean, some of the biggest frozen pizzas in the game. So we got to meet them, film there, do the headquarters thing. Then we went to like all these places there and then this happened and it kind of, I mean, it obviously like completely stopped our travel, but that was going to be like a big shift for last year it was going to be going to like Minneapolis and then doing like Iowa city and like, like trying to hit a lot of the, like the mid tier cities in the Midwest, because like our, we found our right audience, like we, we nice. get a great audience from that. Like when we go to like, like Toledo was a big one for us. Like not just because Corey's from there, but because the audience like loved that type of content. And uh, we got to like guest judge a pizza Palooza because of that. So we like got all these really fun opportunities. So like to answer your question, like we definitely want to do more of that. And we're comedians too. Like we, we write, we wrote a comedy show together and we get to do stuff like that. So like wherever we go, there's always these opportunities for more than just like food review stuff. We're trying to mm -hmm. like, when we travel, we can kind of hit all the stuff on our arsenal that we want to do, you know? So I can't wait to get back to traveling again. Me too. Nice. I'd like to hear that you hit Milwaukee, such an underrated city for food and, and beer. So I saw one of your reviews, you talked about too. spotted cows. We went to Milwaukee a few years back and when we filled up the trunk with spotted cow, bro. <laughs> that was so many people do that. Everyone from Kenosha. Yeah. Anytime up there. up there from Chicago, they're always coming back with cases of it. It's so it was great. Just like, oh, how yeah. much new Glarus beer can you fit in your car? It was like, yeah, for real. Well, yeah. That's like a new. Yeah. No, yeah, you're right. They're just Wisconsin only. And I think uh, if you sell it in Illinois or Midbar, they'll come and find you oh yeah i remember like, reading something really got busted yeah somebody yeah. got busted in stillwater minnesota yeah i uh, i'll stop at kenosha at woman's market and i'll fill up new glaris uh they have other they have a, a, a variety called yokel uh, which i don't think you can get all the time and but when i'm up there i'll pick some pick some of that up capital and uh, a few others yeah it's just be beautiful beautiful state during the summer beautiful place to get mm -hmm. some beer but yeah i'm with you there uh, so, Court yeah. Courtney B in the chat just said their festival coverage is great. Uh, Courtney's the best. He's a dear friend and fan of the show. Like one of our biggest like patrons and just like literally the nicest guy in the world. He's he lives in Michigan, so awesome. like he knows the whole uh, our love of the state of Michigan in general. And he's a Michigan State guy, which I went to Michigan <laughs> State, so I love him. 
Um, so things like that, but he's great. And also like the festival coverage stuff is so much fun because like when we go, like we get to like do food reviews at a thing, but then cover the whole festival and then meet all these people. We went to beer under glass one year um, at the Garfield Park Conservatory, which is like one of the most gorgeous like biodomes in Chicago. It's all this like stuff. And literally the like uh, the, all the guys that were in the Illinois Craft Brewers Guild, we all shotgunned a Natter Days together. Like that's what they wanted to do. Uh, they were like, you guys want to shotgun a Natter Days? We're like, uh, yeah. So <laughs> It was like one of the coolest moments. I was like, oh man, even these like guys that know craft beer and are like aging, like just in their cellar, they probably have these like whale beers of just like, and they're like, you just want to go crush some strawberry lemonade beers in the back? We're like, oh, oh yeah, fun. dude. <laughs> like, it's such a good crew here, man. All right, guys. So I, she's, I could keep talking about food all night long, but I don't want to keep you all night. So I want to wrap up and you can answer this question if you want to. If you're not comfortable, I don't want you to throw anybody under the bus. But your favorite thing that you've eaten and the worst thing that you've eaten. Oh, wrap it up there. You couldn't have picked a better day. I think I just ate the worst food item of my life. <laughs> this, and for Courtney, if he sounds like he's listening, he's getting a little sneak peek because this video doesn't come out until next, I think, Wednesday. But God, we had this pizza down the street called Pizzeria Flora. And I only feel comfortable saying this because I don't think they're going to have any chance of being in business much longer because it was the pizza I've ever had in my entire life. I've never not eat pizza. I had to stop and only eat the toppings and cheese and just leave the crust and sauce. It was so freaking horrible. It was so bad. The pizza box like it was like a graveyard. Like Corey's like normally so like you know eating in the car for so many like years. Like you get so good at like managing space. He looked like a toddler. He like you know like kids just leave like the bottom part of the pizza. He ate all of his pieces, but he was just like literally taking the cheese and the sausage and eating it. Um, it was so you so, had oh, soup. soup. Basically, it was literally yeah, basically. It, it, we described it. My high school uh, cafeteria made better pizza than this place. In this beautiful building, like you know what I mean? Like they open, I feel so bad because it's like they're trying clearly. Oh, <laughs> not hard enough. You, Sometimes you gotta, you know, what if you're not effort. making good pizza, you're not trying enough, There's, right? Somebody's lying to them, you know, like somebody's going, like, Yeah, it was good, sell this. Like someone's saying, Yeah, <laughs> yeah. somewhere. Uh, that's oh. pretty, pretty bad. But, and then the other for... one we really hated was sushi burrito years ago. We always like talking about that. It was a burrito made of sushi. That doesn't sound good at all. So no. you just your one bite is all carrots. <laughs> but for the positive end, for favorite, you know, and this is why we've speaking of traveling and my one of my favorite foods, we got to make a trip out to where Dan the Man is and go get some Philly cheesesteaks. My favorite place to eat in this city is a local Philly guy who's transplanted here in Chicago. It's called Philly's Best. I'm I love I love for you to have an opportunity to try it if you're ever in Chicago, because I'm always curious how much or how well it stands to the actual Philly cheesesteaks. I'll be writing this down because I do have a friend that moved to Chicago during the pandemic and I'd like to visit them. And now I have somewhere to go. Yes, Philly's Best is my, number. anytime anybody's in town asks where to go, I always say Philly's Best. I love cheesesteaks. They're one of the best foods that have been, you know, graced this planet. They're amazing. And I need to go to Philly to actually get the real deal best spots in the universe so that's my favorite spot that's chicago done i know that's a great note i'll and be then, hitting you uh, guys up if i make it out there yeah definitely yeah, do. Can, you can definitely come be in a guest do. episode of the show we love doing well, that'd be so fun then it's you know it's gonna i'm just gonna warn you now it's gonna be a pork roll episode <laughs> let's I do mean, it let's do it i'm in all right in. okay cool all right 
sweet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Corporal Snuck Egan Corporal in again, man. Oh, oh yeah, I did we sneak it. I stuck we it. I to. did sneak it in again. It was better than how I was trying to find a way to weave it in, and I was like, there you go, naturally. Just gotta wait for the right moment. Yeah. Sean, what's your uh, what's your favorite spot? So I just to circle back on like how I was saying that Chicago's a great burger city. Um, the burger that I've been telling everybody to go get that I had again, Corey, that it was even better than the first time. So there's a place uh, up north, I think, in Andersonville called Little Bad Wolf, and they own another place a little further south um, called Gretel, uh, like Hansel and Gretel. And they make, I think, Little Bad Wolf and Gretel, I think that company is making the best burgers top to bottom in Chicago. Like there's not a there's not a dud on the menu. Um, and I've had a, we've had a fan that said their chicken sandwich is just as good as their burger. So I'm saying if you're, if you're trying to go to a place that's like small, local and very Chicago, either go to little bad wolf or Gretel, it's the same company and, um, their burgers are out of this world. I still, it's Excellent was so, so good. Um, so that's my recommendation. That's my favorite thing. Like we've had in a while. Excellent. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, all right, guys. Jeez. Uh, thanks for showing me that I've been doing Chicago wrong all these years. Yeah. How did it feel that how did it feel to know that you've been going to the wrong place entirely? Uh, I feel shame. Oh, one place I feel like we have to mention just for White Sox folks. What's the bread at steak sandwich? Just in Rico case Benny's. I don't know. Rico, Rico Benny's. Benny's. Okay. I'm glad you guys know. That was I would have been bad if you if we would have left this conversation without That's you. That's a good point. Rico Benny's. That's that's a heavenly meal in Bridgeport. Yeah. Rico yeah. And I think you can also get a Chicago pizza by the slice there. If I recall. That's right. That's right. That, that, like a counter yeah. Service spot. yeah mm-hmm. That that place was so, so good. And then Freddy's is near there too. So like if for some reason Rico Benny's is really crowded, which it would be that and Freddy's like the breaded steak sandwich is also something that I feel like is like a weird thing in Chicago that certain places do really. It well. is. Mm-hmm. Um, that's it is. so who doesn't want just like homemade marinara sauce like i'm like steak bread it's just so good like it's great it's incredible yeah. yeah and also the gym shoe sandwich are you familiar with that south side enlightened you can what get is the, the they take uh they take yiru beef they take the yiru uh pastrami yeah. and italian beef and they chop it up on a grill put it on a, a hoagie bun or a sub Put cheese on it, lettuce, tomato, white sauce, yeah. and you can get it. Uh, like you don't, it's it's on the south side of Chicago. Like Stony Creek Subs is one place. That's what I'm I saying. I think that's yeah. the name of the place. Um, yeah, it looks so good. I'm looking at it looking now. it up okay, right we'll, now. We'll <laughs> yeah, it's, we're gonna have it's to, huge. Like, it's like nine dollars. You get that with like Wildwood soda, French fries with mild sauce on it. Oh my god! I mean, it's you just made our, our channel better there. <laughs> Coming soon. <laughs> I hope so. Yeah, the gym shoe sandwich. Yeah, that's one of the most un unheard of uh Chicago Chicago dish, uh Chicago sandwich, which I don't think you get on the north side. That's how no. regional it is. But maybe 10 years from now it becomes popular, kind of like Detroit pizza has we'll become popular across the, the word country. Of it. We we gotta put it on the show and start spreading the gospel. Gym sh- yeah. We'll bring it yeah, up. Usually, you, usually you buy at a place. You buy at a place that has the bulletproof glass, right? And you pay. <laughs> yeah. And just like Chicago bar, yeah, Chicago, Chicago rib tip, Chicago barbecue, something else yeah. that is uh, 
un unheard of outside of the area. You know, rib tips, right. over fries with rib some toast. Tips, yeah. Oh. That was like every uh, every Little Caesars in my neighborhood growing up all had like the um, the, the glass in front of everybody. Yeah. And when I remember when I, I moved for the first time, I, I was like, why don't they have the and I like caught myself I like, oh, right. Like, that's just where I'm from. Like, that was it. It was like that was so Corey and I, we like when there was like a drive through Little Caesars, I was like, oh, it's like I'm back home, dude. You can get your pizza in a drive through. <laughs> uh, so that's great. I'm literally bookmarking some of these spots like 71st and Stony Island. Man, this is great. OK, yeah. well, we're definitely going to have to do this. Stony Island. Yeah. Yeah. You, you come on the Stadium yeah, Park car out there. Yeah, this and, is perfect. And you learn stuff. Oh, my God, nice. looks, oh yeah. There's some great All right, guys. Um, I'm glad I could help you guys out. <laughs> Yeah. So before we let you go, I want to give you some time to uh, promote your your channel, your videos, uh, your hot sauce. Go for it. The works, it, the floor is yours. You have the most, you have the most beautiful voice. Why don't you take this? Oh, thank you so much, um, guys. Thank you so much for listening. This is no, um, yeah. So we we put new videos up uh, six a.m. Eastern every single weekday. So if you want to check out our stuff, make it a part of your daily life. Uh, just number six with cheese, uh, YouTube.com forward slash number six with cheese. If you're into URLs, some people are, uh, and then on our website number six with cheese.com, all written out, we have both of our hot sauces. You can sign up for a subscription service. So you save 25% and you get it. Cause like I'll go through it every month. Um, so that's like that. And then we have all of our merch and everything like that. Um, yeah. And then the Corey and Sean vlog, we always like to promote that because that's like kind of more of our personalities in and around the city. So um, yeah, check out the web series, check out the vlog, buy the hot sauce. It, it helps so much. We're a small business in Chicago. We're an LLC baby. We're real. So, uh, and guys, thank you so much for letting us do this. This was seriously yeah, this so much fun. amazing. So much fun. Definitely let us know if you guys ever are swinging through Chicago. Yeah. Just, I'm, well, look, yeah. I'm looking that's where through, the mother-in-law lives. I'm looking through their website, uh, of Philly's best. And I'm like, oh, tasty cake and Amorosa roll. Well, I'm sold. Oh, you're right, because they yeah. have them on there. Of like, we're using the real stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah they, the real stuff. Cake, that's... But they make a point. What I love about the menus, they make a point to to advertise the Amarosa rolls uh, once, and then when it gets to the original Philly cheesesteak, it says made with Amarosa rolls. I'm like, yes, keep talking. Yeah. <laughs> I'm listening. <laughs> yes. Oh, oh my there's God, a ta Corey. tasty cake uh, too. Okay. Our videos are on the homepage of their website. We look no. like we are part, we're part owners or something. <laughs> we're like big thumbnail on the front. I mean, All right, well, if you go there, maybe we'll get a cut of that. You know? Okay. Well, it's going to have to happen now. Well, <laughs> <laughs> oh you guys get the front page of their website. Um, Stadium Journey gets advertised in the bathroom of First Energy Stadium in Reading, Pennsylvania. <laughs> there we go. Hey, that's awesome. Though. We're, we're not doing something right, I guess. <laughs> Oh, we're, we're actually in the bathroom there? Yeah, in the, in the bathroom at uh, First Energy Stadium. Um, it says- uh, Urinal space? Yeah, you get it while, while you're doing your thing. Oh, oh yeah, that's, that's even a lot of eyes. Ranked number one minor league ballpark in Pennsylvania by Stadium Journey. There it is, right there. I took. I wanted to take a that's picture last me. time that's I went, me. but then I took my camera out and I realized I was in the men's room. I was like, no, <laughs> yeah. I'll put it back. <laughs> oh, that's too Bobby, Bobby, there, there's a strange guy there taking pictures. <laughs> oh my god, oh, funny. Don't All right, guys, yeah, this fun. was a this was a ton of fun. Thanks for for coming on. Thank oh, you. absolutely. Thank so you guys much so much for having us. Cross the desert, bear man. I breathe the mountain air, man. I've traveled, I've had my share, man. I've been everywhere. I've been everywhere.